It's Kufmam Gimel. If none of this sounds familiar to those who have been here the whole time, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a bad sign. But that's why we, that's why we have Chazor. Right? But certainly it's good to review the entire Sefer. So the, the Rebbe, because he was a master mechanic, the Rebbe constantly reviews and writes Sikumim and Tamsis. See, we're the ones that are, are up. But he's saying, if you're still lying in bed, and the Rebbeinu who created heaven and earth is, is already waiting for you. He's waiting for you in the base madras. He's waiting for you. That the Rebbeinu is waiting for each and every one of us to get up in the morning. He's waiting for us. To, he wants to teach us his Torah with great love and with simcha with great joy. Hashem wants to teach us the Torah. You think of coming to the base madras? If you think of getting up in the morning in such a way. That the Baruch himself is mamish waiting to have to cheat to teach you his Torah behalf of b'simcha. Altis atzel. Don't be lazy. Kum maher quickly get up. Shanes is masnacha. Strengthen yourself. The roots el cheik of vichas b'shemayim and run to the and run to the embrace of your father in heaven. Avlim belayla bli olabloy simcha tishkav. The problem the Rebbe says is. It's very hard to have that attitude in the morning. If at night when you go to sleep, you go to sleep without, without the all, without the feeling of Hashem's presence, and without simch, without any joy. A person who goes to sleep, a person who goes to sleep feeling sleepy, and I don't mean physically sleepy, that's really the only time a person should go to sleep, but feeling out of it, and feeling, feeling Depressed or, or or discontent, and as gamba boiker bloy all oblos regions oblos simcha talkum, then you could be sure that in the morning, when he wakes up, it will also be without this all without this yoke, meaning without feeling, without the feeling of Hashem's presence, and without his regions, without any enthusiasm, without without any simcha, without any joy. How a person goes to sleep at night will have a tremendous effect upon upon the attitude of how he is uh, his attitude when he wakes up in the morning. <laughs> a person should go to sleep with this feeling of anticipation. Looking forward to being able to get up and to reimmerse himself. In, in learning Torah, and to be surrounded by Hashem's kedusha. Of course, this is this is really, as we know, the whole sefer is addressed to Yeshiva Bachrim, and it's a lot easier to look forward to get up in the morning to, to go into the yeshiva to sit and learn, as opposed to getting up in the morning, you know, looking forward to going uh, onto the train or to going to work. However, again, the person to the balabas to the person who has to go to work. There's also that time of tefillah, and 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 if possible, the time of Torah that comes before tefillah. That for the that for the person who has to go to work, it's especially especially a precious time. If there's if there's an hour or two before davening, it's the most important time of the day. Uh, it's much more difficult at night when the person's already after an entire day's work and is at the, and has spent an entire day surrounded by tumah. 
It's very, very unless the person is, uh, you know, unless the person is working in Malachas Akkadish, it's very hard at the end of the day to strengthen oneself to be enthusiastic over learning. The people, there are people that do it, it's, it's to their credit, it's very, very hard. So for a person who's working, there's no question that the, that the early part of the morning is the, is, is the most important part of the day. So even a person who has to go to work can look forward to a great anticipation, <coughs> getting up early in the morning and going to learn. Therefore, Hamid Mayim Somachumitascha try to keep make sure that the Nagelvasar the Nagelvasar is, is next to your bed, if that's possible. The River of Zushia said it's a very, very big thing. To try to not to put your feet on the floor, but to first wash Nagelvas and other Tzadikim Apikabala told us how how important it is to try to see to it that the Nagelvasa that one washes the hands without having to walk anywhere. Try, try at night to read Kriyashma Lamita. Also, it's a very hard avoid. Usually, everybody's tired. It's very, very hard. But try to read the Shema. Try to read Kriyashma Lamita. To read it with Kavana. The heavy mamig And try to go to sleep with that thought of Kriyashma in your mind. And then you'll see that in the morning you'll be able to you'll be able to feel some you'll be able to be enthusiastic. Tismach and you rejoice with sick with sick elokeinu and to jump forward to learn Hashem's star. He says, "What's wrong with you? Why is it that you that every that every morning you're whispering the Birchas and Kriyashma, like uh, like things that, that that have no that have no substance, Chasuvshalom, that don't really mean anything to you? You just rush through it." So the Rebbe says something which is found in all of this farm, that how the entire day, how the entire day will be depends upon the first moment of the morning. How the entire day will be depends upon the beginning. It's always the beginning. It's Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the year, and the beginning, the beginning of a day. All, all ratios, all beginnings, will have a tremendous effect upon what happens the rest of the Marach or the rest of the Mahalach. So the Rebbe says that if if you, you begin the day in a way that's lethargic and that's lazy and that's and that's uh, down. So it's very hard afterwards to change the to change the color of the day. And also, if you're if you're if the bichatayrit, if your davening of the morning is weak and is lifeless, that's going to have an effect upon the entire day. He says, remember your responsibility. The all worlds. And the Kedusha of Hashem and the holiness of Hashem as it's manifested in this world, Allah Tluyim depends entirely upon you. All of this is on your shoulders. Da'agalza. The Rebbe says you should worry about this. This should be a, this should this should concern you. That you have this responsibility. And with this concern, not to become not to become nervous about it, but with this concern 
of the immense responsibility that you have, think or say, Rabbani Shloylam, Master of the Universe, to your Avaida Hashem, to serving you, I give over my entire being. In the writings of the Pizetzna, more so than any other tzaddikim, there is this emphasis on on this on the mysterious Maidovich, on the, making this preliminary pronouncement of intent. And the Rebbe, the Rebbe believed and taught that it has a tremendous effect upon the mahalach of the day and of the year to to begin with this with this uh, with this uh, giving over of the self so one should think or at least one should say or at least think or says i give myself over to your avida i mean that thought makes a tremendous difference if a person begins his day by stating that he belongs to Hashem Isbarach, and that his life is devoted to Hashem Isbarach. if he begins his day in the, in the, with that statement of purpose, it has to it has to make a difference. Help me, save me, that I should be zayche to be your servant, olamalias v'saincha, and to and to follow and to fill your will, fulfill your will. And with this thought in mind, Emor Bekasatira, Kufnandal, Emor Bekasatira, with this thought in mind, now say Bekasatira, Ubakesh Mehashem, and ask Mehashem, Harevna, as we learned, the Rebbe says in Tarek Beis, Harevna means what? Snoloshnav, sweetness. When something is orange, something is pleasant. So Hashem is Baruch, make the words of Yatar pleasant to me and sweet to me. And when a person begins in such a way, with such a thought of being with Kabul upon himself, Avaidis Hashem, then the Birchas is a different Birchas Atar. Remember, he says, that you are from the Tzivus Hashem. You are one of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infantry. You are in his army. And therefore, the second you open your eyes, you have to, you have to proclaim Hashem's greatness. And you have to, and you have to be mamlich Hashem. You have to, you you have to um, each morning to go through this like reenactment of the coronation of the king, to accept Hashem as Baruch as as the Adain Ha'olam, as the king of the world, to be mamlich him over your life, over the entire world. And therefore, when you say, when you say, before davening, when you say, Adain Eilam, heavy medayik, you should be careful the words, Omispol Mikol Tevishabon, to, and to become excited over every word of the Adain Eilam, that you say before davening. Kaidem Kriyashma, before Kriyashma, Hafsaik Ezerigoyim Mechashayv, pause for a few moments and think before Shma. If you do that nowadays, it'll already be mincha. It's very hard. 
it's very hard to to stop and to think. But again, he's talking to the to the boys in yeshiva. So he says, stop for pause for a few moments and think for a few seconds. I accept upon myself, O Malchus Shemayim. And I'm a myself completely to Hashem's greatness and His holiness. It's not, it's not me, it's HaKadosh Baruch This, of course, this whole Indian we were learning last night, uh, the Chabur and Queens were learning a piece in the Beis Yaakov, a Meridic piece in the Beis Yaakov, and the Indian of Chippozen. On the rush, on the rush, everything with Yitzhak and Shrine was with this rush and the, and, and the matzahs and how we ate the Korban Pesach. The whole of and the difference between the matzah and between Chomets. Chomets has plenty of time. Chomets is never in a hurry. Chomets is never in a hurry. Matzah is in a hurry. But Chomets is never in a hurry. Matzah is lechem aini, matzah lechem aini, bread of the poor, a poor man's bread, a bread of poverty. Matzah realizes that it's not to me, it's only a Kaddish Baruch Matzah doesn't have this sense of self. It's not, it doesn't rise. Matzah, matzah lives with this, uh, with this awareness that there's nothing but Avaidus Hashem. Therefore the matzah doesn't have time. The matzah is in a hurry. The matzah is rushing. The matzah is filled with warmth. Masha'inikain, the Chomets, Chomets, the whole Indian of Chomets is, as the Baltani explains, Chomets means Hisnasis. Chomets means there is no rush. I'm not in a hurry. I have plenty of time because it's, because, because Chomets means not giving oneself over to Avadis Hashem. Chomets means being concerned with oneself. And the Beit Yaakov explains that The closer, the closer somebody is to to the masil, to the one who is giving, the more excitement there is. The more one feels the awareness of the of the hand that's giving, the more zrizis, the more chipazim there is. For instance, when as I explained last night, when and we see that we've spoken about this before. We see that in the in the Beis Hamikdash, one of the miracles of the Beis Hamikdash was that when the when last weeks, when the previous weeks left him upon him, when the bread from the Beis Hamikdash, when it was taken away, so it says that the sea look that when it was taken away, the bread was as warm and as fresh as when it was first put down the previous Friday. It was just as fresh, just as warm. It didn't lose any of its chamin. It was like Moshe Rabbeinu. Even when he was 120 years old, and the moment before his death, he didn't lose any of his warmth. He, didn't, he hadn't lost any of his excitement. And the reason for that is that when, when, somebody, when somebody is giving you a gift, let's say you give some, let's put it the other way. When you give somebody that you love a gift, you give somebody you love a gift. At that moment of giving the gift, the person who receives it is completely filled with that awareness of the love of the person who's giving it to him, and feels it very, very strongly. It's not, let's say, let's say you give the person, let's say you give the person um, a safer, so that the that thought at the beginning, at the very beginning, is not, is not. I'm talking about the person who receives it. It's not. This is my safer. This is my safer. 
the initial thought is, he gave me this safer, he gave me this safer, right? Not it's mine. But over time, as uh, as the minutes tick, as, the, uh, as time goes on, it becomes more and more what? This is my safer. But it's no longer, it's no longer, he's giving me this safer. Allah has come of a kama when there's a, a husband and wife, a husband kala. So, so under the chuppah, the under the chuppah, the giving the the giving of the ring under the chuppah, giving the ring at that moment, it's kuloi kulos completely is completely an awareness of the one who's giving the ring, who's putting the ring on the kala's finger. And that's and all this means to me is the warmth and the love and the excitement of this relationship as it's becoming. <coughs> but then over time it becomes, oh, i got to take this off and I have to wash. What happened to the ring? Was the ring? The ring becomes, it's my ring. This is my ring. It's no longer, he's giving me the ring. It's my ring. And as the Ishmael explains in that, in that Torah over there, when something is, when something is in that state, where it's being transferred from the hand of the one who's giving to the one who's receiving, there's unbelievable excitement. In the Beis HaMikdash, the reason that the, the reason that the Lechem Apanam is always hot and always fresh is because the Beis HaMikdash, because it says about the Lechem Apanam, it says, it says, Lifnei Hashem. The entire Beis HaMikdash was what? Was Lifnei Hashem. When you were in the Beis HaMikdash, you always felt that Hashem was, at that second, putting the ring on your finger. You always felt that at that second, Hashem is giving you your life. At that second. The truth is that every single second Hashem is giving us life. Again, something completely new, as the Tani explains in the Shaykh Ramura, every single second Hashem is giving us a new, a new Mitzvah, a new Chiyas. But since we all feel that this is already an Altamaisa, and you know, He gave it to us a long time ago, He gave it to us by their first birthday, so what happens is once something is yours and you no longer are aware of the hand that's giving it to you, when you're no longer standing listening Hashem, you're out of the base of Mikdash, you're far from that feeling of, of the giver, so then it becomes already old. It becomes old, it becomes tired, it becomes, it becomes tainted with all of the weariness of human life. Whereas at the beginning it's listening Hashem, Pesach is the beginning of Klai Yisrael. It's the beginning of Klai Yisrael. And the beginning of Klai Yisrael, therefore, everything was with that warmth and that passion. Everything's with a chitaz and everything was with a rush. Everything's in a hurry. Everything's in a hurry. There's no Yishav Hadas. There's no Yishav Hadas. Can you imagine if they'd be standing under the chuppah, and they've been engaged in the whole thing, you know, and, they, and for a little while, and they're standing under the chuppah with the ring. And he's about to, he's about to say, Arabic and the chassan turns to the kala and says, "You know what? I have finals this week. Would you mind? Can we? Hey, we'll, we'll get together on this uh, uh, um, uh, a month from now. Do you mind that?" So it's the biggest, biggest design. It's the biggest patch and pun to say such a thing, because the whole union of the chassan, the whole union is all is all without yishev adas. All without yishev adas. <coughs> That's that's the that's the nature of the whole. That's why I mentioned last night. I think I, I think I told I think I told you also that I heard I heard last week from uh, two weeks ago from the Talmud Chacham that uh, that there was this uh, a husband and a wife that they had that they were newlyweds and they had their first big big uh, argument. It was pretty bad. 
And uh, so they, um, you know, I'm right. You, uh, he's right. So he's uh, he was learning in Carlin. He left he left uh, he left the home. It was terribly in the first machlokes. And um, and he he went to the yeshiva and he couldn't learn because he was thinking about maybe Taki was wrong and whatever. You know, when you have a little bit of yeshiva you, you you get back your cycle and you start to think. So he he went into he went into Rav Palm and uh, and he asked Rav he said Rav Palm this is what I, my wife said this I said that and maybe she was right and so Rav Palm said eh, the whole thing is total Irish guy you're right she's right go right now to the florist and and buy her some flowers and take the I told this I told this myself no yeah take in the morning of the, the <laughs> take the flowers and uh, take bring her some flowers. So he runs out and he goes to the flower shop and he brings it and he comes and he, and he walks into the house and she's so excited. Can you imagine when he walks in? Ah, all the argument falls away. He loves me. He comes over and he says, "Here, the Rosh Hashiva says I should bring you some flowers." <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that. Finish. It's worse than before. Why? What happened? Because now it's no, it's not coming from the nice saying to the macabre. It's not the moment of something. It's not putting the ring on the finger. It's already not. It's already that the the flowers already went through this. So she told me that I should bring you the flowers already. It's not. It's not original. It's not coming from the makar. When something comes from makar from the source, it comes with rush and with energy and with excitement. When something is when something is not connected to its source. So then it then it has no life, it has no chiyas. Davening, davening, learning, mitzvahs, that are, mitzvahs and Oshem Lomoda without any chiyas. That's the whole meaning of Pesach, that it was a bichipozim. That's why Avmar Avinu was the beginning of Klai So That's why everything Avmar Avinu did was was in a hurry, right? Vayashkam Avmar Avinu. Avmar gets up right away in the morning. Everything Avmar Avinu does is 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 with Zvizis. That's why the whole Indian of Zrizis of, of rushing in serving Hashem, we learn from where? From, from, uh, from Matzis. From Matzis. It says what? Chaga Matzis. It says, Tishbuso, Matzis, Atikri Matzis, Alamitzvis. Mitzvah, Boliot, Chaltach Mitzana. Altach Mitzana, don't let it become Chomitzik. Matzis, Mitzvah. Matzah, matzah is connected to the to the makor, to the beginning. That's why the, the matzah, as long as the, as long as the the hand of the creator of the matzah is involved, the matzah doesn't rise. You can stand the whole day, you can stand the whole year. You don't have to worry about the eighteen minutes, as long as you're busy with the dough, right? If you're busy with the dough, if you're working on it, if the hand of the of the of the baker is involved with the dough, so then it doesn't become chalmistic. But once the hand is gone, and they and now the dough's sitting around, and like the light the light in the matzah bakery is off, right? Somebody made a mistake and left a little piece of dough. That's a that's a big no-no in a matzah bakery, right? So somebody left that little a little chubby thing of dough sitting there, and they walked out of the matzah bakery, turned off the lights. So this is what the dough is thinking. You know, I'm pretty cautious. I'm pretty cautious. And every single second, the dough starts to rise. And the dosla is rising and rising, and after a couple of minutes, it's chamistic. As long as the hand of the Creator 
is Isaac in the in the dough is involved with the dough. It's lechem oini. It's bread of poverty. It's what it's humble bread. It's only the one who made me, and it has all the fire and the warmth and the beauty of a piece of matzah, which is called michla demayim and the bread of emuna, the bread of faith. But the second that the hand of the of the creator is removed, and the and the and the dough begins to think it's me. It's me. I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody else. I'm independent. I'm on my own. And it begins to rise. Then it becomes chametz. And chametz is the whole Yetzirah is chametz. Everything like the the Rambam says, all derech hapshat. The whole Indian that we have to look for chametz and to go with so much sugar for chametz that the so that the the Rambam says all derech hapshat. It's chametz. It's 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 the Yetzirah. Not you don't have to make up a whole drush. We understand that it's the Yetzirah, the chametz that we're looking for. And that's and and you see that now. In the more affluent neighborhoods, a, a, a large percentage of the Yidin there don't have to look for chametz. I mean, they make the perfunctory because chametz. They put down the ten pieces. Uh, they go around a little bit and let's go. Let's everybody, let's get in the car and let's go wherever we're going to New Jersey or to, uh, to upstate or the Poconos or wherever you're going. But you don't have to worry. You don't have to look for chametz at all. There's no nothing. No worries. There's nothing to worry about chametz. And it has an effect upon the Avedis Hashem. Because the whole Indian, the whole Indian of cleaning and of looking for the Chametz and trying and, 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 and going underneath and scraping and picking up and getting rid of and so on, that whole Malachi is, is, is what? That whole Malachi is the Malachi of a Jew to remain Lechem Aini, not to rise and, and to, and to drive out the Eight Sahara. And that's one of the saddest things, the Bechlal not. It means just getting in the car and going someplace. And, you know, putting things in the cabinets, closing up, let's go, we're not going to see this place the whole week. And we'll go someplace where, where, where they had the, you know, where, where the place was all cleaned up, of course, but not by Jews, but by Goyim. And we'll go to that place and, and we'll, we'll, uh, you know, we'll enjoy Yantif. <clears throat> this is, this is part of the problem. Because the whole Indian of cleaning for Chomets is the Milcham of the Yetz Sahara. And if a person doesn't spend the time before Pesach involved in, in that in that malacha of cleaning the, of cleaning chametz and of working against the chametz, so then it's very hard not to not to become chametzic, even though you officially sold everything, you're gone. But uh, there's no there's no milchama with the chametz. The Bereshit wants us to fight with the chametz. He wants us to have a milchama with the chametz. On so many levels, this is this is a you know. I'm sorry, I know I'm I'm really like a it's like a beating a dead horse, and I'm repeating myself over and over. Uh, it's all right. You know, what are you gonna do? It's the truth, and it has to. Be, it's it's such a little. And again, I'm not talking about. I always give the reclaimer. Obviously, there's some people that in order to be together with the extended family, they have to go away. And I'm not talking about going away to a to a parent or going away to a cousin. I mean, that's not, I mean, of course everybody gets together in a home. I'm not talking about that, but I'm saying the whole Indian of trying to avoid Pesach, that's really a lot of it. I'm not talking about those people who need to go because they have to be, there's no other way to be together with their family. That's the biggest mitzvah in the world. There's no shine. I'm talking about this whole, the whole attitude that I've heard from many, many people, and it comes across in Jewish newspapers that you open up, you get more of this feeling like, why bother? Like, why bother with Pesach? Why bother with the, why, why, why do you have to worry? Why worry about Hamas? I don't, I don't want to worry about the Hamas. But the version wants us to be worried about the Hamas. It's the Rosh of Hashem is Baruch that we worry about Hamas, that we that we that we search <coughs> clean, that we tr- because that's all that's all that's all dimin, it's all what we have to do, what we have to do within ourselves, and when we're doing it with the Hamas in the house, so on some level it's happening with the Hamas within. But those people, those people, and I, you know, I've been amazed. I have 
especially before Pesach. So, Kisev, you know, there are a lot of Inyanim that come up. Always before Yom Inyanim come up, the, the, the kind of, you know, phone calls. So I had, like, you know, I have a message uh, somebody would like to come by and, and, and discuss some things about uh, certain things with Parnassa. Somebody wants to come, can you come around? To, I'm happy to talk to people. Uh, but So, like, I'm wondering, what, it's, 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 you know, a day or two before Pesach. What do you have, to, what do you, you, know, you have time to... So every single one of those people that's calling you these kind of that want to have these discussions, they're going away. They don't even think that there's a Jew that some Jews still have to like go shopping and clean and prepare and help with the kids. There's no havamina. There's not even a havamina by many people anymore. The whole Indian of Pesach is is bottled. It doesn't mean anything. He, it, it, the little thing, the little theory that I read uh, Tuesday night before I gave the the halacha shir, where the Rebbe writes. That writes that that Jews before Pesach, there was nothing else that they could talk about. That's all that a Jew would talk about was was the the hachanis, the hachanis, the hachanis. Where are you holding? Where are you holding? What's going on? Where are you holding? Did you do this yet? What are you doing? And, and you know, with the matzahs and, and with the cleaning and taking care and with the hagolas kalim and all the kalim and what to do. There's a there's a, a wonderful friend of mine, a rabbi. You told me that that last year Eric Pesach at three o'clock in the afternoon he got a phone call from a woman from the shul who said, Rabbi, I just wanted to tell you I just came back from the pool. I'm having such a wonderful time. That's what he told me. Eric Pesach, three o'clock in the afternoon. She said she came back from the pool. She was relaxing by the pool. Eric Pesach. No. He didn't explain to him, like, why would somebody call, and I don't know what, that, what that's about, you know, he didn't, I don't know what that means, like, what kind of call is that, but anyway, I don't know if the person was trying to give a shtok, I don't know, kind of, I don't know, or maybe there was some other Indian that she had to ask, or like, maybe she was calling out, you know, I like to talk about the kids a little bit, I'm having, you know, some problem with the chinuch, wish I send them to yeshiva, this is the way people are calling before Pesach, I, I can't believe it, the kind of conversations that people want to have before Pesach, and, and I don't know how to convey to someone that, that, there's one one or two weeks of the year. I said to someone, like, I gotta tell you, like, my my wife, so I have to, I have to, you know, I have to help out. It was like this bichlal, the whole hasag of Pesach, where it used to be anybody here that's forty and older, anybody here that's forty and older knows that when before Pesach you lived in Pesach, you lived in it, your mamish lived in it for weeks before you lived in Pesach. Every single thing in the house where you put something, my mother, from Purim, where do you put something? Mother says, what are you doing? Someone's Pesach. Where you put things. Where you walk. If you were Chassam would carry something past the green line. My mother ready. So where do you think you're going with that? Where do you think you're going? That's all. It's, getting, it's more and more bottled, bottled, bottled. It's leaving us. It's leaving us. And we didn't yet feel the effects of this was going to be with the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren, with all of this. But there was a tzaddik, uh, there was a tzaddik that told me last week that, that he never in his life had a Pesach in his house. Not once does he remember, at least that he can remember, every single Pesach was, was in a hotel. doesn't remember once in his life a Pesach. What's, what is that? It's not just the Seder that I'm talking about. I usually talk about that being... I'm not just talking about the Seder. And then he says, no, no, but we got the family room. They gave him the family room in the hotel. You know, they gave us a room. <coughs> the family room. What about what about before Pesach? What about the two weeks before Pesach, when the whole world, Hashem's work wants the whole world to be turning over heaven and earth to find to find comments. 
and this, and this person is, is, is you know, is, is sitting by the pool. Three o'clock in the afternoon, Erev Pesach. When I say the word, when I say that sentence, three o'clock in the afternoon, Erev Pesach, I begin to shake inside. As I'm sure many of you do. Three o'clock, Erev Pesach. When we're trying to figure, when we're trying to, with the car, to prepare the car, right? To get things ready, to see the last minute things. And, 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 and this, and this lady is, is sitting by the pool. So that's a mile of Klai Yisrael now, that this is good for Klai Yisrael. This is a bittle of the whole Yontiv of Pesach. And the Yontiv of Pesach is the beginning of our moon in Hashem. It's the chasness. When Hashem put the ring on our finger, it's mamish the beginning. And, and, and if that beginning is not there, then it takes away from the whole, it's like the morning. That's what we're saying. The Rebbe says that you get up in the morning and it's in a hurry, it's with Zrizes, with Simcha. Then the whole day is, in, is a different day. And if a Pesach is a Pesach, it's also, there's plenty of time, lot, lot. The only Pesach is Bichipazim. Because Bichipazim means the awareness of God's presence. It means Lifne Hashem. You're in God's presence. You're Lifne Hashem. You lift me, Hashem. That's why the, in, in the Beis HaMikdash it was warm, it was hot, it was fresh. When a husband and wife live every moment of their lives with that feeling of, of when they first, when they first had their, when they, when the ring was first put on the finger, if they live with that feeling, then there's always that, that, the caring, there's always that warmth, there's always that love. It's when it becomes me and you, two separate things. The Naisa and the Makabal, two, but two separate people, that the relationship becomes stale and becomes old. It becomes boring. That he is. <coughs> Therefore, the Rebbe says that when you begin the day, you begin in such a way. With these statements, with these thoughts. myself to the godless and to Hashem. And you say a Kriyashma. When you say Shema, you should have in mind that you accept Hashem's Malchus and your Mamluk Hashem over what heaven and earth and the four, and the four um, directions of the world. And you think of it to be, that, that you are prepared to throw yourself mamish into the fire to die. Al-Kiddush Hashem. That's how a person says Shema, like the Rabbi El-Malk used to, the Rabbi El-Malk taught, that a person, before you say Kriyashma, if you see yourself standing mamish by the edge, and that they're about to throw you into a fire unless you accept Hashem as king, unless you, unless you say Hashem Lekin or Hashem Echad. Unless, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to kill you unless you convert, unless you go along with what they want, and you stand by the edge of that pit, and there's a fire coming out of the pit, the Rebbe Melech says, and, you, and, they, and they give you the, they offer, they give you the, the opportunity to, to go away from Yiddishkeit and to save your life. And instead you say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Akeinu Hashem Achad. And the Rebbe Melech said, with that feeling that they, with the hand of that, of that person pushing you into the fire. You say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Akeinu Hashem Achad. So the Rebbe Melech said that it's counted as if you mamish died al Kiddush Hashem. That's dying like Kiddush Hashem. Have a medayik b'ma'asecho u'bisnahagusho kalayoyim. Again, the Rebbe here is not teaching anything new. He's just being mechazek the boys for the day. For the seder hayoyim. So he says, you should medayik b'ma'asecho v'snahagusho kalayoyim. Pay close attention to everything that you do during the day. Now that, that, sounds, that sounds pretty 
That sounds like a pretty um, unnecessary thing to to say to somebody. What do you pay attention to what you're doing? What kind of person doesn't pay attention to what he's doing? Kahim writes to Atah Chasusham Lachalos Hashem. The young Muhabriyas be very carefully says with everything you do during the day because you don't want Chasusham to make a chilah Hashem that people should say Reinos Atalmed Hazeh. And he's not talking about he's not talking about that the guy will say. He's talking about Lahavdol the Jews will say. Look at this, look at this yeshiva bach, look at this talmud. He's one of Hashem's troops and he's learning Torah. Look how lowly he is and, and despicable in what he does and how he acts and what he, and what he, and the way that he, and the way that he carries himself, even the way that he dresses, how, how, how the Rebbe was always so medayik with yeshiva bach and that they should dress properly. They shouldn't be, with, it shouldn't be sloppy. The Rebbe spoke about it very often. And, and, and I spoke to people who remembers hearing from the Rebbe, how he used to tell the, he used to go around to the Baruch and tell them to, to put the shirt, to put the shirt in. And even the, and even the boys who were poor, that they should always try as much. There were boys that were so poor, we don't even understand, but they should always try to be careful to, to clean the shirts and to take care of the clothing, that they should go properly dressed. And the Rebbe was always medaic that the payas should be proper, should be kept nicely, shouldn't be, shouldn't be wild. And that the beard should be kept nicely. Everything, everything that should be, that, 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 that what, that they should see a, a ben Torah and they should say about ben Torah that he's mitzivah Hashem, that he's a pride to the Jewish people, not to be, God forbid, to go with Batlonis and the people look at him and say, this is a, this is the way that a ben Torah dresses, this is the way the ben Torah acts. And certainly when it comes to everything, ben Olmachavero, how the person talks to people and how he, and when he goes into the store to get something, how to speak to everybody, and so on. The Rebbe was, the Rebbe was so medactic and all the yeshiva bachim that everything should be with ne'imas, with pleasantness, and with manners, and to act in a kind way. Stay away. Don't, don't, don't befriend the, uh, don't, don't become friends with someone that you shouldn't be friends with. This, the, the, the Indian of a, of a Chavira is, is mamish, is mamish, the, you know, you could send a kid to the best yeshiva in the world. All yeshivas are good, are wonderful. And you could send to the best yeshiva in the world, and one bad Chavir Chasushalm could make the biggest Chorb Matrik. One Chavir, one friend that's not the right friend can cause a tremendous Chorb even from having a little conversation, the simplest conversation with this with this uh, wrong friend, you should you should distance yourself like you know like the like the uh, like it says by David and Yonison, you know with the the distance of the shooting of the arrow, which is an expression. Get far away from this guy. Stay away from him. Don't have, don't even have a casual conversation with this guy. He this. Because one word of Leitzanus. Because when you're with this guy that you shouldn't be with, even if he doesn't, even if you didn't have to hear from him, even if you didn't hear from him many Leitzanus, with one gesture, with one little wink of the eye, with one little rolling of the eye, you could, you know, person, you could, there could be a guy sitting in yeshiva, sitting in the class with you, and it could be the Rebbe saying over whole shmooz, and he's giving over whatever Musa he's giving over his iris, and, and there's this guy that sits there like when the Rebbe, the Rebbe goes like this, you know, just makes a little bit of a face. It's Mavata the whole Shia. It's Mavata the whole Musa. 
And the Chlal, it's the way of the Leitzanim, and it's the way of the Rishoyim. Hashem Yerachim, it's, it's very, it's their way to constantly make these, these, uh, to make gestures that make fun, that mock. It's, 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 it's one of the trademarks of, of the Rishoyim. It's one of their trademarks. But to make all, to make, because they can't always get away with saying things. So they have to make certain, but they, they, they're desperate, they're desperate to make their opinion known. It's almost impossible for a late to control himself for making some sort of a gesture. To be something, with a slight look at the, you know, to make, to be mevatlis. Yes, sometimes you're sitting, people are sitting, friends, chaverim. Guys are sitting together, and one of the, while one of them is talking, the other one is making like, you know, making like a face or something, like it's nothing. You have, <clears throat> that I was, uh, recently, I was at, I was at a simcha, and the, and the husband of, there was a husband and wife, that were talking to me about something, and the wife was talking something about the children that she was worried about, this or that. And while she's talking, the husband's like making faces. But, I mean, she didn't see she's talking to me, and the husband's saying, then he's going like this. But it's like, when is this, when is she going to finish the soliloquy, and what's going to happen? It's terrible. It's a terrible avla. It's a, it's a, it's a terrible avla to a vicious to do such a thing. And it's a very subtle thing. It's a very subtle thing. Such as Bekritza Achas Me'enav. Bekritza Achas, one little wink of the eye can, can knock down a whole Indian. Can knock down a person, make a person feel like two cents. Can make a person feel like nothing. One little gesture can make a person feel like nothing. As Kol Hain HaTar Vakdusha Shasafta El Kirbacha Vigis Asashanam all of the Torah, the treasure of Torah that you've collected, and of Kedush of Holiness, that you've been working so hard to collect and to bring into your life over the last ten years of hard work, Yochlu Chas Mohavish, he can, he can spoil, Mohavish means to spoil, he could ruin, this Chavr could ruin in ten minutes. Ten years of Avoida could be ruined in ten minutes. Everybody knows this to be true, everybody remembers Chavarim like this, Ten minutes, a little bit of time. It's supposed to be so careful. Where does the, where does a child spend his summer? At least when the children are here with us during the year. So you have an pakucha, you know, you, you you see a little bit where where what. You have a little bit of an idea of what goes on, or you think you do. A little bit of an idea, you know who the friends are. You see, you see a little bit the friends. You see a little bit Ashba. And then, all, and then, the, and the parents, the, rightfully so, the parents need a little bit of There's no question, so they send the kid to camp. Somebody was telling me about some sports camp. They send the kid to sport. I don't know what if it's a Jewish camp, and I have no idea. Maybe there is a Jewish sports camp. I would imagine that they, at least that they're mocked that they should eat kosher food, and maybe they have special kosher food. I don't know if it's Jewish. I don't really want to know about it, but. but but there's a there's a sports camp. Somebody was telling me about the, that this camp <clears throat> that there are from people that send their boys to a sports camp. That it's kulaiznus, kulainir, kulai kulaleitzanus. The whole camp was filled with with, with chaver that are so far removed from any trace of Yiddishkeit. And all of this is to be able to perfect his his jump shot. So he came back after the summer. He spent he spent all the all the tuition that you're spending, all the tuition you're spending, and all the tefillahs of the parent that the kid should be an elochi, he should be a good Jew, 
and should want to learn Torah, should care about Yiddishkeit, then you pay thousands of dollars to them to some camp, and you're so proud because when he comes home, he 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 now he's able to from the he's able to shoot like with you know forty five fifty percent accuracy. He used to be only twenty percent, so he's got a better shot. Or now he's able to you know you say that's my you know my son. He's you see the way that he, you know he's making that throw from third to first. Isn't that something? It's a good thing I sent him to that camp. What's that kind of a parent? Where you send your kid to camp? Where you send the child to camp? Where, what's he doing in camp? Who are the people in camp? You know how many mice there have been, which we don't want to talk about. Things that go on. When you send the chafilu to a place, we have speculations about the Yerushalmayim of the people who are running the place. The Yerushalmayim about the, the Yerushalmayim. What kind of counselors are they? Who are these people? You're entrusting your child. Who are these people you're trusting your children to? Here, when you're in yeshiva, you meet the rebbe, you meet the teacher, you see what's going on, you see the kid comes home every day, then you send the kid away for two months. To who? To whom are you entrusting the child? A, care, a summer camp can be the most gewaldic chizik for a child. When, when, it's, when it's in a positive way, when there's learning and davening and with this, and, they, and the playing blue with chazayim, it's, it's the healthiest, most wonderful thing for children to go to camp. And the Ruach is beautiful, it's beautiful in camp. The kids can have such a wonderful, wonderful aliyah. A kid can have the biggest aliyah in camp. But I've spoken to, I've spoken to, to boys from our shul, from our neighborhood, whose parents sent them to co-ed camps where they saw with their own eyes from the time that they were 12, 13, 14 years old, Znus and Niv, by counselors, by division heads, where the whole thing was with an avir of late sonnets. Not, not, God forbid, every co-ed camp. Some of them are trying to make more of a separation. And then, you know, then you put a cuddle into the camp and now everything is kosher. So, all what are the, you know, what are the children grow up seeing? And this is already a tremendous improvement, Baruch Hashem, that they, they, they really have the last few years. They've been working on trying at least that these camps should be, that there should be more of a separation. There should be more, and they should get better counselors. And that, that has made a huge difference, Baruch Hashem. So, things are a lot better in that way. A lot, lot better than they were. But there's still some of the leftover from the old, from the old sheet of camps. I'm not going to mention names. The, le- the leftover from the old sheet, my son's, where my, where my, where my son has been spending the, the summers over the last, whatever, seven, eight years. So, you know, in a, in a very wonderful place, learning camp. So right, right down the road is one of the old time, one of the old time strongholds of you know modern Orthodox camp. And when I go to visit, when I go to visit, sometimes Ushi during the summer, because I go, I, I usually go there to speak once to the boys. I go to take something there. So it happened not once. And I'm going the road, and you see, I, I'm driving there, and you see counselors. I guess they're counselors. They couldn't be campers. They're too, they look too old from the from the camp right before my son's camp. They're walking. They're holding hands. Then this one sitting on sitting on the. This this is where we're, this is where people are sending their children. What are the hasagis b'chlaw of the summer camp? What are the hasagis? It could be the time of the biggest aliyah for the kid. It could be the time chas of a very very big yerida. Who are the counselors? Is it? Where did if you get if you, at least you send if, if that camp if the counselors if the counselors were were kids that that came back from Israel from yeshiva. 
and they're getting B'nai Torah, or it's a girls' camp, and they get, they get B'nai Torah, they come back. If a counselor is a B'nai Torah, a counselor is someone that's serious, a counselor is someone that learns. So it has a good hashpah on the children. So, so what if it's not like that? So what's the hashpah on the children? What's the hashpah? So friends, and who the friends of the children are, makes tremendous, tremendous difference. And in the summer, the children live with those people. Not like when they go to school. When you go to school, you play, you learn, and then you come home, but you live with your family. But in the summer, they're living with they're living with these people, living in a living in this in a bunk, you know, in the in close quarters. They're living with they're living with with these chaveim. And who are the chaveim? And what's going on? Parents are so desperate for little manucha, and again, they deserve it. That the main thing is put them on the bus. Throw the suitcase over there. Zaygazund. You know, you're on your own. You figure that if you're paying so much money, you must be somebody's watching your kid. Of course they're watching your child. I mean, hopefully they're watching your kid that he's, to put a band-aid if he slips or to, or to whatever, to make sure that he, that he brushes his teeth or something. Someone's telling him to, oh, there's Neshama. Who's watching his Neshama during the summer? Who's watching the child's Neshama in the summer? Who's responsible for his neshama? The parents are not with him. Who's taking care of your child's neshama in the summer? You think when you're 120, you don't have to explain to Kadosh Baruch Hu? Why is it that your friend spent an, why your child spent an entire summer with some kid that was talking about filth the whole summer, and that's why he went to bed every night with some guy in bed, in the next bed, talking about some stupid thing, some filth that your kid had to learn in camp? When you're 120, you don't think it's on your question? And the ideas that were put into an innocent child's mind? <coughs> And you think that you can just wave it off. When you're 120, tell the Baruch well, it's all part of growing up. You know, camp. Baruch says, I didn't write any place in the Torah that they have to go to summer camp. Where is it? I didn't say anything about that. What are we going to do when Mashiach comes? We go to Eretz Yisrael. There are no cats still, to the best of my knowledge, or Poconos, or, or whatever. They, they don't have that. It's not an Indian there to sell. What are we going to do? So who, who are the Chavayim of the children? Again, the children should go to the camp. It's a wonderful thing for them to go, and they need to go. But where and who and what, and to research and to look into it. Because he says, the Rebbe says that 10 years of hard, of hard work and learning and of Kedusha could be spoiled by a bad Chavah. Bo'el ha-yeshiva, The Rebbe says, come to the yeshiva on time, the right time. And if it happened once that you're late, you hear this? If it happened once that you're late to Yeshiva. Tidag belibcha. The Rebbe says you should be worried about that. On this sin. Coming once late to Yeshiva. Now the guy comes on time, he's nervous. Maybe something's wrong with him. Yeah, if you come late to Yeshiva, he says you should be worried. Tidag belibcha al Accept upon yourself not to let this happen to get come even earlier. <coughs> sit down, open your gemara, sit down to learn. with fear, with awe, with simcha, with joy. Because Hashem is brought his mom is sitting with you right now. to teach you his Torah. When you come home from yeshiva, they didn't have most of those places. They didn't have dormitories. They went to stay by people, whatever they lived. 
when you come home, have your margish gagur melev. You should you should feel you should try to feel what a longing to go back to yeshiva to miss the base medrash. It's so good in yeshiva. And try, we should try to picture in our minds what did the yeshiva look like physically in those days. Could you imagine what it looked like? How they, what, what kind of yeshivas, what the base measures looked like? And what were the conditions that they were sitting, what they, what they were learning in? And still to look forward, well, at home it probably wasn't much better, right? But to look forward to being in yeshiva. And to think about, to miss being in yeshiva. Matayvi yeshiva, manoim lilios Talmud HaKadosh Baruch and how good it is, how wonderful, how pleasant it is to be a Talmud of Hashem, Hashem Baruch. Ma'oid ma'oid havinizam l'odabah devash shakim. These are just, you see, one, eight to one warning after the other. Be very, very careful to speak something which is false. V'divin evvalach hasasholom, or to use inappropriate language, nivul peh. A person who speaks, a person who lies, who speaks things, who says things that are false, he becomes himself a shaker. He becomes a, 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 he becomes a walking, living, breathing lie. His whole life is a lie. And even his Torah is not a Torah. Everything, everything with him is tainted by, by falsehood and, and dishonesty. It's not pure. The one who guards his mouth and his tongue. He is, he is, he is true and his Torah is true. If you know that you did something that wasn't right during the day. Or your learning was not the way it should have been. You should you should give yourself Musa and, and a little bit to torment yourself by saying, go straight to the Hebrew, in the parentheses, Masisi, what did I do? Masisi. What did I do? Madu his nagusi kolkach yehuda. Why was my behavior, why did I act in such a way that was so, you was so low? What, I, what I'm doing is I'm throwing myself into hell by what I'm doing. What's wrong with me? You should say it to yourself. <coughs> and repeat these words of Musa to yourself. Because, be angry with yourself. Come upon them. It's a hard thing nowadays to, for people to, you know, to hear this. And he's not talking about going to hear speech from somebody else. He's talking about speaking to yourself. But, but we were raised to be very, very nice people and to be very polite. And Musa is a dirty word. Not only to hear from somebody else, even to hear from yourself is not nice. Even to hear from yourself is not nice. Even if you would say that to yourself nowadays, you'd say it's not proper to talk this way. It's impolite. You should be polite to yourself and talk in a nice way. You should have their courage. The Rebbe says to repeat this a few times. upon yourself. That from now on, from now on, your snagus, you're going to try to behave in a different way. And let's just finish this last little paragraph. From and if it's sometimes, if it's hard for you in certain Indian to be misgabber, you couldn't, you just weren't able to be misgabber. You go in with chazik, or with In other words, you gave in a little bit to laziness. You couldn't be mechazik yourself, and you were not, you were not into it. 
You couldn't put yourself into the learning the way that you should have, and you were lazy or negligent, or something else, you should think this. Is it worth losing all the entire world and all that all that I have? Is it worth losing it for this moment of, of a little bit extra sleep or extra relaxation? Have I fallen to such a low place? That I can't be mechazik myself over this little Indian. I can't be mechazik myself. I'm going to I'm going to push myself. I'm going to I'm going to really really use all of my kindness. And I'm going to kick away the stone of the Yitzhar. I shall alive. It's upon me. And I will shatter it and break it into tiny little pebbles and, and to move forward and to do the right thing. Okay, Bezashem, that's a good way to come to Pesach.